0: It's time for a kitchen makeover. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Hey there, thanks so much for joining me on this edition of The Shaleen Show. Today, we're gonna remodel the kitchen. Like I'm sending people over right now, they're knocking on the door. Coming in and we are going to do some serious remodeling. Actually, not that kind of remodeling. We're going to do the kind of remodeling that allows you to transform your body. If you've often wondered how people do it, like the people who like, they're so good. Like, do you ever have a cookie? You want to ask them questions like that? Or how do you maintain your weight? How do you do this? Are you a human being? If you've ever wondered why or what it is about those people that allows them to have more discipline than you do, I've got to let you in on a little secret. You don't need nearly as much discipline if you can remove temptation, and you've heard that before, but maybe no one's walked you through that process. Today, I'm going to walk you through the process of successorizing your kitchen. We are going to reorganize your cupboards, the kitchen, the pantry, your refrigerator. All that success And this Healthy Kitchen Makeover is what makes eating healthy and not needing to rely on discipline a breeze. We are going to transform your kitchen today. Today. I mean, you're listening to this now. There is no reason that this waits until tomorrow. I mean, unless you're away from home and not going to be back tonight. But this starts today. Kitchen Makeover in progress. We're going to turn this into the success zone. Four principles you've got to keep in mind. Number one, purchasing. Number two, proper tools. Number three, repackaging. And number four, placement. Let's start with number one, purchasing. Bottom line, if there's something in your pantry or in your fridge that is your go-to, you know what I'm talking about. It's calling your name. Every time you walk past the kitchen, you grab another handful. Every time you think about what you're hungry for, that pops into your mind. Just face it, you know what it is. I know what mine is. You know what yours is. My question is, is there more than one thing? So for example, for me, it was chocolate. We were buying these chocolate chips, okay? And I'm just gonna give you a true closet eater confession. They were up in this cabinet that was like pretty high where we'd keep our baking stuff. So one day I was like, gosh, I feel like chocolate. And I I found this bag of chocolate chips. And I started, you know, I'll just eat a few. Took a little handful. And no one in my family knew that I was eating these chocolate chips. And I was like, oh, this is great. Not only did no one know I was eating them, but I didn't have to worry about them eating my chocolate chips because they didn't even know they were in there. So this went on for sadly not more than about four or five days. And I went through the whole bag of chocolate chips. I never even looked on the back to see what damage I had done. You know what I did? I went to the store and I bought another bag of milk chocolate chocolate chips and I put them in the same cabinet because this was working out pretty well and in my mind I wasn't feeling guilty yet like I'm, i was just like oh it's just it's a few little pieces of chocolate and this went on for like a couple of weeks maybe more gosh probably like a whole month before I realized like okay this is a bad thing it's all I'm thinking about is those darn chocolate chips well so I stopped buying the chocolate chips but then I realized I was still looking for something sweet and we had graham crackers in the very back of our pantry. Now my kids are older. They don't eat graham crackers. Brett doesn't eat graham crackers, but for whatever reason, somebody made s'mores and there was a box of graham crackers there and I no longer had my chocolate chips. So I was like, Oh, I'll just eat one graham cracker. And then two graham crackers. And then the next day I'm waking up going, you know, I'm really kind of hungry for a little snack a little snacky poo of a graham cracker there's nothing healthy about a graham cracker i mean there's nothing that's going to kill you about a graham cracker but i don't need those calories i don't need those carbs and i don't need to snack my point is there wasn't just one thing calling my name there were like a bunch of things calling my name you know what's calling your name and if it's calling your name food either helps you or it hurts you graham crackers don't help you period end of subject so if there is food, whatever that food is for you that calls your name, sometimes it could even be something healthy. I mean, I know people who get addicted to eating really deliciously sweet protein bars. Well, that's, you know, two, three hundred calories a pop, you know, 16, maybe 20 grams of fat. And if you're really addicted to those and having a couple of them a day in that counting, then something healthy is calling your name. That's something healthy, which, you know, maybe in the beginning wasn't hurting you. Now it's hurting you. So what is it that you just can't resist? Because here's where purchasing comes in play. You don't purchase that anymore. And if that thing that's calling your name is something you're quote unquote buying for your family, I have a question for you. And it's gonna sting a little bit. If it's not helping you, if it's hurting you, how is it helping them? If you know it makes you slow, it spikes your insulin, it's loaded with sugar and carbohydrates, it makes you gain weight, retain water, it makes you feel sluggish. It's not fuel. It's just lousy processed food. Why are you buying it? Don't bring it in the house. Trust me. I get it. I've got kids. I know what it's like when people are like, "Hey, where's my cereal? Mom, where's the bread?" You know they're they're looking for that thing. Here's what I did. And I'm just like to recommend it to you. I would say, "I know. They didn't have it at the store this time or they ran out or oh shoot, I forgot. I forgot it, honey. I didn't say I'm not buying that for you anymore." Eventually, I didn't even have the question anymore, because if that food's not available, guess what your family will do? They will find a healthier alternative. They will. There's no reason to be spending your hard-earned money on something that's hurting the people you love. Number two, proper tools. Proper tools are everything. Why? Because I'm gonna need you to buy more greens, more plants, more vegetables. I'm gonna need you to drink more water. I'm gonna need you to eat more fresh food. These things require the right tools. What are some of the tools that I recommend you buy? Number one, you need a good blender. Number two, you need clear storage containers for your greens putting them in the bag that you bought them in at the whole food market or or in the produce section of your grocery store, putting them in that plastic bag and then throwing them in the crisper in the bottom of your refrigerator, you and I both know it's out of sight, it's out of mind. You pull it out like two weeks later when it's like now in a liquid form and it's gross and you feel lousy because you've wasted your money. And then the next time you see greens, you're like, oh, well, we throw them away every week. So why should I even buy them? Trust me. By investing in a clear container, clear square, not round. Round takes up too much space. Clear square containers. Glass is preferred, but I don't even care if it's Tupperware or throwaway. Just clear plastic, clear glass square containers that fit nicely in your fridge because we're going to clean and prep our greens and our fruits and our vegetables and a bunch of other things. And we're going to store them at eye level. That piece is coming up next. Okay, so containers, a blender. You also need a good knife. If you don't have a good knife, you don't know what you're missing. A good knife will make you enjoy the process of preparing your foods again. Personally, I love Cutco knives. In fact, I sold Cutco knives door to door. Can you imagine me knocking the door? Hi, yes, I'd like to show you some knives. What in the world. Anyways, I sold cuckoo knives in college. I still have that set. And let's just say that was a few years ago. They're like legit. But buy yourself a good knife or pull out your good knife and make sure you have it. You also need a new water bottle. This is key. I personally have three water bottles that I fill up every single day in the morning. Three water bottles that are insulated. And I use three and here's why. I know you might have one that you love. That's great. But we need to fill that sucker up three times a day. Okay, I want you to have a minimum of 70, 75 ounces of water a day. And in order to do that, if you're filling up your water bottle, drinking it almost all the way down and then refilling it and then drinking a little bit and then refilling it, you never really know how much you've drank. And there's something really powerful, something that feels really good about, it's almost like checking off a to-do item when you finish all three bottles. So I fill up all three bottles, and when that third one is done, anything after that is a bonus. Getting a new water bottle, or maybe three new water bottles, is very much like that feeling kids get when they get a lunchbox for their first day of school or back to school supplies. Like you're going to do this thing that's good for you. You don't really feel like it, but you're still excited because you have new things like something new and shiny can really inspire, motivate you to stay accountable. I'd also like to encourage you to buy this little gadget that I love. It's called an Avo saver. And this is specifically for those of you who love avocados as much as me. It's called an Avo saver. A V O. Dash, S-A-V-E-R. I found mine on Amazon. It's really inexpensive, but it's crazy. It allows you to cut your avocado in half. And then you put this like cute little seatbelt over the other half of your avocado, you keep the pit in the side that you're not eating at the time. And it saves your avocado beautifully without it turning brown for days next thing I'm going to put on your shopping list is something to clean your fruits and vegetables. That product, in my mind, the best one is Eat Cleaner. That's the name brand. There's a bunch of them on the market, but I've done my research and I've been a loyal fan of Eat Cleaner for years. I love Eat Cleaner. I will put a a link to all of these things in my show notes, and I'll also put pictures and links up on my blog. By the time you listen to this, you can go to my blog and you can see all of those goodies and and probably a additional fun items that I use to keep my kitchen a success area. In addition to this, you will need little baggies, snack size baggies. They're little tiny baggies, not the sandwich size, half of that. You need a food scale, measuring spoons, and a measuring cup. And that's it for now. I mean, there's a whole bunch of other things I'd love to have you have. But let's start with the basics. If you want to see some of the other gadgets that we use in our home, I'm a gadget girl. I think it makes life easier. I think it makes organizing my kitchen just that much more convenient. I think these are great investments. If you want to see the gadgets that we use in the Johnson household, check out my blog at chalenejohnson.com. And I will put a link to that in the show notes. All right, moving on. Step three, repackaging. Everything and anything you have that is grab and go that comes in a bag or a box or anything else in bulk for that matter. Like even even my graham crackers really should have been subdivided into serving sizes. And you know, what's not a serving size, a whole package. <laughs> you know, it's not a serving size of milk, chocolate, chocolate chips, um, a whole bag. So what you want to do is you take all of the things that come in bulk that are in your pantry. These are typically things that we store in cupboards and pantries. And I want you to pull out your snack size bags. And this is a killer project for you to do with the kids. When is there a better time to teach our kids proper nutrition, teaching them what a serving size actually looks like, reading the back of the package, realizing it's 10 chips, it's four crackers, it's a half a cup of cereal and realizing what that actually looks like. And what's really kind of telling is if you first just pour it the way you would pour it or grab the amount that you would normally grab, like let's just say it's uh, pretzels. I want you to just reach your hand in there and grab as many as you would normally grab throughout the course of a day and fill up a bowl with that. And then look on the back and see what an actual serving size is. You'll probably be mortified. Then take your little snack size bags and parcel out one serving. Put them back in the pantry, hopefully in square wicker or plastic containers so everything's nice and organized, and place the healthiest snacks at eye level. The least healthy snacks, place those in the trash can. I'm not kidding. People are always like, well, shouldn't you donate that food? I I guess so. I mean, if you really want to, sure. Go ahead, donate the box of Cheez-Its. But who are you going to give those to? Like, who do you care so little about that you're like, hey, I'd like to give you this big bag of carbohydrate processed fake food because I care about you. Like, if you're going to donate food, donate something healthy. Otherwise, just throw it away. Just throw it away. You don't need it. It's junk. It's processed food. It's calling your name. It's late at night. You're going to want something salty and crunchy. And you don't have to rely on discipline when it's not even in your house. All right. So we're repackaging everything that comes in bulk. And number four is placement. Now, when it comes to placement, I'm talking about your refrigerator. You see, we wanna get your family out of the habit of walking into the pantry or opening up cupboards first. Why? Because what do we put in our pantries and in our cupboards? Things that will last forever. Forever i.e. things that are loaded with preservatives, processed, crunchy, salty, junk. That's what we usually put in our pantries and our cupboards. I mean, there are exceptions, of course. But if you're looking for potato chips, if you're looking for crackers, if you're looking for cereal, if you're looking for chocolate, these things are in the pantry. These things are not in the fridge. What's in the fridge? Things that will perish quickly. Fruits, vegetables, proteins, greens, and meats. Here's what I want you to do take a look at what is currently stored at eye level when you open up the fridge, like the average person. So obviously the tallest person in your family sees the very top shelf, and that's usually where, not always, but that's usually where we put, for us anyways, a big jug of my lemon ginger water. I'll also link to that recipe, because I'm telling you, that's what I fill up my three water bottles. I actually, I love this stuff, and it's how I got off Diet Coke. It's how I kicked the Diet Coke habit. I talked about that in a previous episode, but I did that by drinking this lemon, ginger, cayenne water mixture. And I am like the most hydrated girl you know. It's made such a huge difference in my skin. People are always like, what is your skincare regimen? I'm like, um, embarrassingly, I don't have one other than when I shower, I, you know, kind of rinse off my face. I'm embarrassed to say I don't own all those fancy creams and potions and scrubs. I don't get facials. I really think the biggest difference has been. I consume so much more water and I used to drink Diet Coke like it was going out of style. So on the very top level, or at the highest level, just above your eye level, if you're shorty like me, is where you're going to put those three water bottles. Now, an insulated water bottle doesn't need to go in the fridge. If you fill it up with cold water, whatever temperature you put the liquids inside of the water bottle, it stays at that temperature for up to 24 hours. I will link to my favorite water bottles in the show notes for this. But, you know, any insulated water bottle will work Again, you don't have to store it in the fridge, but I tend to do that or I just put them in my car. Here's what I actually do. The night before I fill up all three of my water bottles and then they're cold and I actually go put them out in my car the night before because they're gonna be cold in the morning and it's one less thing I have to carry to the car in the morning because water bottles are heavy and especially like three of them, this is what I do. But if you're not gonna do that, I encourage you to put either the three water bottles at the top of your fridge or buy a water container. You know, a lot of the water delivery companies offer these with a little spout. If you've got a refrigerator that actually gives you purified water, fantastic. But I want you looking across, the top and not seeing juice and not seeing milk and not seeing soda and not seeing high sugar content beverages. I want you to see pure refreshing water or maybe even water that's infused with cucumber or fruits. Just it's what we see is what we grab. If it's there, people are going to grab it. Get rid of that stuff. It's junk. You don't need it. You don't need Sweetened beverages. You don't need soda. Soda is not good for you. Even diet soda. Juices. I mean, serving your kids just tons of juices. Take a look at the sugar content. You might as well go to 7-Eleven and buy them a Slurpee. If you want your kids to have juice and fruit, let them eat fruit. Make them drink water. Get them to drink water. Get them excited about drinking water. Maybe you could make the lemon ginger water recipe together. They'd love that. I think. Either way. It's about health. And these things have got to happen immediately. We just have to take control of where we're placing things so that what we see first is what we grab. Now, as we bring our eyes down a little bit lower at eye level, that's where I want you to put healthy grab and go selections. This is where I put my fruits and this is where I put my pre-cleaned, ready to eat vegetables. As soon as I bring them home from the grocery store, I don't throw them in the bottom crisper where they sit for a week and a half. I pull out my eat cleaner. I spray them completely like my sound effects with my eat cleaner. I let them sit in the e-cleaner for about two to three minutes. And I'm talking all of my greens, cucumbers, you know, anything that's been pulled from the ground that I'm going to eat, I wash it with eat cleaner It takes off pesticides and herbicides and soil bacteria. You know, think about it. They say on average, 30 sets of hands are going to touch your produce before you eat it. Ugh. So you definitely want to wash that stuff with e-cleaner or whatever it is you decide to use. Some of you like vinegar and water. I think I can still taste it. Um, e Cleaner is purely organic. I know it sounds like a commercial now for E Cleaner, but it is, it's pretty amazing stuff. Anyways, clean your fruits and vegetables, dry them. And then put them in a storage container where the water can seep out the bottom. So I really like these square colanders that allow the water to seep out. And then they also double as a storage container. And again, you got to see these on my blog so you know what I'm talking about. But they're pretty awesome. If you don't have those and you're, you know, working on a budget, no big deal. Just make sure that you pat things dry gently so you're not damaging the fruits and vegetables. Because the more they're handled, the more they're going to break down and disintegrate quicker. Eat Cleaner will also keep your food fresher longer. So you're going to find that that stuff lasts much longer for you. Store it in your fridge at eye level. Anything that's healthy gets moved. And I know maybe you've had your refrigerator, you know, organized this way for 15, 20 years. It's time to change it. Guess who knows this better than anyone? Yeah, big food companies. That's why the premium place on the shelf is at eye level, not your eye level. Your kid's eye level. The eye level that is a premium is the range at which a toddler would be sitting in the grocery cart being pushed by his mom. That's the premium place. It's not mom's eye level. It's the kid's eye level. Isn't that crazy? So consider that. If you have small children, where is their eye level? Have a big, clear glass bowl with apples, with bananas, with strawberries and blueberries and fresh fruit and cucumbers and sliced carrots and healthy food that they can grab and go. Most of the time when we grab something that's not healthy, it's just because it was there. It was already ready. We didn't have to do anything. Somebody had already processed it for us. So do the processing as soon as you get home from the grocery store. It will make grabbing something healthy that much easier. Convenience is the key. All right, it was my objective to make this as brief as possible because you've got some work to do and I don't want you to be up all night, but I need you to get real serious about this. I'm serious about this. Why struggle with willpower and discipline when you don't need to? You know, it's like sending an alcoholic to work at the bar. Like, why do that? There's a better place for you to a better environment to put yourself in where you don't have to exercise so much willpower and discipline. So create an environment that makes it easy for you to be successful because you are amazing. I love you. I believe in you. I need you to believe in you. This is possible. Baby steps. Listen, I'd love for you to do all of this today, tonight. That'd be awesome. Let me know in the socials if you do that. I want to know if you've taken this challenge. But just know this. If you just even do one of these things, it's going to make a big difference. It really is. And I care about you. And I want you to make these changes for you because you are the bomb.com. And thanks for spending this time with me. Interested in being in one of those test groups for my upcoming metabolism program? Awesome. To get on the wait list, go to dietbetatest.com. Again, that's dietbetatest.com. Enter your name, your email address, And you'll be first to know when we open up our next test group. Test groups are specifically for those who have identified themselves as weight loss resistant, struggling with your ability to lose weight. This is not an exercise program. Rather, test participants should have a minimum of 10 pounds to lose and have struggled for six months or more with weight loss resistance. To learn more or to be notified when we're conducting our next beta test, please go to dietbetatest.com. Again, that's dietbetatest.com.